You are listening to English Made Simple. This is episode 27, numero 27. Hola, ¿cómo están? How are you? ¿Cómo va todo? Espero que esté todo bien y que tu aprendizaje del inglés siga mejorando. You like that? You like my Spanish? My accent is probably ridiculous, but I don't care. As long as you can understand me. Hey guys, you are listening to English Made Simple, where I try to explain English language in a very simple way, which will be mostly in English, where I teach you how to speak English confidently with native speakers, regardless what country you happen to be in right now. So this episode is about not giving up. No te rindas. Don't give up. Whatever your reason may be for wanting to learn English, just remember, don't give up and keep going. Today we are going to learn this phrasal verb, give up, and what it means. You will also learn something interesting about English Made Simple and how I started it, why I refer to Cambridge Online Dictionaries as Weon Inteligente. <laughs> you know what, I really thought Weon is something like a friendly term, like buddy or amigo, because in Chile people use this a lot and I just picked it up. So I just got used to it, but the meaning could be worse than I thought. Anyway... I don't care, it's a bit ironic and sarcastic, that's why I like it and I will keep using it. Also, this will be kind of a motivational episode for English learners. Um, I want to remind you to keep going, not to give up and to remind you of the acronym KISS, okay? KISS. I'm going to mention it at the end of this show. So, make yourselves comfortable and let's begin, shall we? What does give up mean? It's an important phrasal verb, give up. It's two words. First word, give, which literally means dar. And second word, up, which means arriba in Spanish. When you put these two words together in English, you get give up, translated as rendirse. So it has one meaning. Give up has one meaning, really, and it means to quit or to stop something. According to Weon Inteligente... <laughs> To give up means to stop doing something because it is too hard. An example from Weon Inteligente or Cambridge Dictionaries Online, whichever you prefer. I give up. I'm never going to learn this language. I give up. Right? Makes sense so far? That's it? That's, that's what it means. Oh, you know, you, you get frustrated and you say, oh, I give up. I can't do this anymore. Other examples of give up you can use when you're trying to stop or quit a bad habit. For example, smoking or eating junk food are considered bad habits. So, for example, John gave up smoking two years ago. Remember, give is an irregular verb. So, if we use it in the past, it becomes gave up. The phrase becomes gave up. So, the example was John gave up smoking two years ago. Right, that's in the past. So John stopped smoking two years ago. I am trying to lose weight, so I've given up eating cakes, tortas. <laughs> that's hard for me to do, for sure, so I haven't completely given up yet. So let's continue with this episode. Also, guys, I want to remind you not to be embarrassed about your accents when you speak in English. You shouldn't be embarrassed about your accents. I covered this briefly in episode number two. If you're curious, go back to episode 2 and listen to what I have to say about accents and pronunciation. 
You know, the other day I was in a cafe here in Melbourne. I went there with my friend who is from Serbia. So we spoke in Serbian. Then I ordered my coffee in English and I chatted to another waiter in Spanish, a waiter from Colombia. So in 15 minutes, I spoke uh, three different languages. <laughs> you see, I was switching from English to Spanish, then to Serbian. It was mentally challenging, but now I'm so used to this. Uh, it just comes naturally. The next language I would like to learn is Portuguese or maybe Italian. Portuguese sounds really cool. So that's my next challenge, my next language I would like to learn. Okay, so let's continue because I get distracted really easily. I have too many ideas in my head. So um, before I start explaining how I started English Made Simple, I just want to share something really amazing with you all. It's really cool. It's about English Made Simple podcast because this week we have reached over 10,000 downloads. Wow, that's not even four months of podcasting. That's like, whoa, amazing. It's a great achievement. The show is still growing. You're all part of this success. So the top five countries that listened to, to the show last month were number one, Chile. Yay. <laughs> hey, guys. The United States, Brazil, Japan, and Mexico. Woo. Amazing stuff. Really cool. It's over 10,000 downloads. That's really amazing. Just want to let you know that I made this podcast for you all because I really, really want to help you learn English in a simple way. I want to uncomplicate English. So thank you all who have listened to me from the very beginning and for your kind words, which keep me going. Do you want to know how long it takes to record a podcast episode? My very first episode I recorded back in January this year, but I published it in March because I was so nervous, a bit scared to share my message with the world. I am not shy in general, not so timida, but it was really scary at first to record yourself and to put yourself out there. So now I'm glad I did it. I'm making a difference. Thanks to my wonderful husband and my family in Australia and in Chile. So just to give you an idea how long it takes me to do an episode. It normally takes me three hours to prepare one episode. Then record it and then edit it. I'm still learning this part. It's not always perfect. I'm not a professional yet. Then it takes me one more hour to do transcriptions. That's about five hours in total at the moment. It's not a simple thing to do. I don't mind. I really enjoy this. So what to expect in the next few episodes? What to expect in the coming episodes of English Made Simple? Thanks to the feedback I received from my dear listeners, in the coming weeks, we will be learning about how to ask questions in English, how to answer your phone, how to speak English over the phone, and even how to spell your name. How to give advice to someone? What words do we use when we give advice? We are going to understand the future tense, differences between shall, will, and going to, and how to tell a story using the past tense. Uh, we are also going to learn about pronunciation of regular verbs and learning the most common irregular verbs for everyday use so that it will be easier for you to remember. And we will also learn how to use present tense correctly. For example, when we talk about our hobbies or about our work and more. I also want to interview Chewbacca from Star Wars, but it is really hard to get hold of him. So it is hard to get him on the show. <laughs> so maybe that can wait a little bit. Once I find my groove, my rhythm, 
which will be very soon. My plan is to publish two episodes per week. For example, on Wednesdays, we could have, uh, I, could, I can answer your questions or talk about something interesting, an interesting fact that will help you with your English learning. So that's my plan for now. And of course, I want to thank everyone who supported me in studying English Made Simple. A special thanks to my students in Chile. Hola Nicole, Daniela, Bernardita, Tamara and Oscar. I miss you guys. Had a great time being your teacher. I hope you learned something from me. <laughs> hope you learned something more than uh, drawing on the board. I'm really terrible at drawing. My drawings are beyond ridiculous. Picasso wouldn't be impressed and that's why I'm not teaching art, okay? <laughs> so hola guys and I hope to see you soon. Thanks to another special listener called Horacio from Bolivia for reminding me about popular Weon Inteligente. Hola Horacio, como estas? Gracias por tus comentarios. Right, actually if you really want to know guys, the term Weon Inteligente started thanks to my love for Chilean wine, my life in Santiago and because I was frustrated with using Cambridge dictionaries online and I was frustrated with the fact that some definitions are not explained in simple and plain English but instead explained in a language that is only used by professors at the Cambridge University. Oh, jolly good. By the way, jolly good means very good and is a very British thing to say. <laughs> If you have seen the movie Austin Powers, you will know what I mean. So I use Weon Inteligente in a kind of a sarcastic and ironic way. Hope you understand my humor in this. We are now approaching the end of the show. Thank you for listening to my gibberish so far. Next week we have the Olympic Games in Rio. Wow, awesome. Hola to my listeners in Brazil. That's one of many countries I would like to visit one day soon. If anyone is traveling to Brazil for the Olympics, have fun, be safe, enjoy yourself. Uh, I will probably be sleeping here in Australia because the live coverage will be between 2 and 6 a.m. in the morning. I'm not getting up that early to watch it live. No way, Jose. That's an English joke, by the way. No way, Jose. I will be following Olympics online and in the newspapers. Before I finish this episode, here's a piece of advice. I did mention this before in episode 25 to help you keep motivated when learning English. Don't forget to KISS. KISS is an acronym. We learned this in episode 25, but the word KISS also means BESAR, to KISS. However, KISS as an acronym means keep it simple stupid. So don't forget to KISS when you're learning English. Okay, this episode is short and sweet, just like me, short and sweet. And that's it for now. I hope you learned something in this episode. I wanted to teach you about the phrasal verb give up, but we use it in a negative form, don't give up. Okay, you also learned something interesting about English Made Simple and, uh, and you also learned about my plans for English Made Simple. Okay, so, y esto es todo por el momento. Un saludo y mucha suerte. Y hasta la próxima. And remember, transcriptions are available on my website, englishmadesimple.net, englishmadesimple.net. See you guys!